Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and we are delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. And thanks to our listeners who tune in live and on demand from many countries around the world. We have a wonderful show today, Wholehearted Living, Holistic Health and Self-Love with Patrick Brumbauer, joining us today from France. Buddha quotes, if anything is worth doing, do it with all your heart. One moment can change a day, one day can change a life, and one life can change the world. Wholehearted people are sincerely devoted, determined, courageous, and enthusiastic about life. Research back tips on how to live a wholehearted life by Ryan Stevens include cultivate authenticity, cultivate self-compassion, cultivate a resilient spirit, cultivate gratitude and joy. Cultivate intuition and trusting faith. Cultivate creativity. Cultivate play and rest. Cultivate calm and stillness. Cultivate meaningful work. And cultivate laughter, song, and dance. When we live and love wholeheartedly, we can embrace the fullness of life by optimizing health, well-being, and self-care, and living from a place of love instead of fear by strengthening and embodying the practice of love first with ourselves. And our outstanding guest, Petra Brumbauer, joining us today from France, will help us explore holistic health and its relationship with self-love and the physical, mental, and spiritual facets that foster self-worth, self-love, and joy. Patria is a well-being coach, a podcast host, and creator of the Journey Journey Well-Being uh, uh, platform. She's the writer of the Journey blog, sharing her insights on holistic health and mental health. She offers a comprehensive online coaching program and many resources to support individuals in their journey to better mental, physical, and emotional well-being. She hosted the Virtual Holistic Well-Being Summit 2023 with over 40 expert speakers. So now I am pleased and honored to welcome our amazing guest, Petra Brumbauer, joining us today from France on our show, Wholehearted Living, Holistic Health and Self-Love. Welcome, Petra, to Love Life. Hi, Dr. Jean-Marie. Thank you so much for having me on today. It is my honor to speak with you today, and I've been very excited for this recording. So thank you so much. Yes, it's certainly a pleasure uh, for you to be here today. And Petra, you've had such an interesting transformational journey. Can you share with our listeners a bit, of, a bit about your journey into holistic health and well-being? 
Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely been, as you said, Mm -hmm. a transformative journey. That is for sure. And I think the journey actually started when I was a bit younger. And um, I, I grappled with mental health challenges as a teenager and that was sort of the the starting point for the transformation that I was looking for and, and for the path that ended up unfolding in front of me. So we moved from Germany to Canada when I was 13. And if you can imagine, that was a huge cultural shift yes. for me and uh, sort of a loss of my familiar surroundings and, and the family I had in Germany. And the culture in Canada was very, very different. Uh, We moved to a place in the middle of the forest, and I came from a huge city, Munich, (laughs) and and we moved into the middle of nowhere. So there was just a huge shift that sort of dislocated my life a a little bit, and and I I felt a bit like I lost my identity in that whole, uh, in that move and in that change that came from all of that. And it was good and and had some challenges at the same time. You know, I, I made a lot of new friends in Canada and and I got to explore a new culture. But there were also the challenges, you know, of having to start over, having to start a brand new circle of friends, having to understand a new language and all of, of those things that come with that. So there was a lot of challenges that kind of stuck with me that, that started off these mental health challenges going into my early 20s. And eventually... I struggled with that for a very long time into my early 30s and also started experiencing chronic pain. So all of that came together and into huge challenges for for actually feeling well and feeling centered. I, I always felt like there was something lacking, something that I just didn't find or that was missing from my life and also dealing with, with the pain all the time. So all of these experiences ended up leading me on a quest for understanding and healing myself beyond sort of the traditional ways that, that are available through Western medicine or, or through talk therapy and, and things like that. So I started exploring a more holistic perspective on health and began to recognize that there is a lot more than than just physical elements to living a life that that feels wholehearted or healthy and to feeling well. There are a lot of different components. You know, there are mental components, emotional components. There is the physical body, but they're all so very deeply intertwined. And that was sort of my light bulb moment <laughs> when I realized that all of those things needed to have their place in my life and all of these things needed to be addressed if I wanted to have a holistic life, if I wanted to feel centered and and well in my body and my mind. And and that was a a big shift that occurred (laughs) when when that realization hit. That's an amazing story. And Patriot is interesting, and I know this to be true for myself, (laughs) how our greatest challenges turn out to be the greatest gifts and a lot of times we don't know where it's leading us and here you are doing such amazing work in terms of mental health and well-being and you are your story you know uh, and were exonerated from a lot of those challenges in terms of how you really took a different perspective and 
really, you know, really looked at how can I live a, a more fulfilled life and more holistic life, encompassing more than just the physical aspect. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us how, uh, how you became interested in this, this interplay between holistic health and self-love. And can you really explain what is holistic health for our listeners to understand? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's dive into that. Mm-hmm. I think that sort of the interest in that interplay between holistic health and self-love, it was a natural extension on what happened in my personal journey because I had been interested in health the whole time, sort of involuntarily because of the mental health challenges and the chronic pain. So there had to be this interest in in health because it affected Everything that I I did with the chronic pain, you know, it affected moving and traveling and being able to exercise. So these were, as a young person, you know, in my mid-30s, those were big changes that happened. And so this interest in health, it had to be there to address these issues. And and like I said, my perspective in the beginning was, was sort of focused on the physical at first. I thought, you know, if I have a really clean diet and I exercise, then those are great things and my life will be really great. But as time went on, I, I realized that there was these many dimensions missing from my understanding. And and I, I started to ask myself, you know, what about my thoughts, my emotions? Is there a spiritual component? Now, I'm not a religious person, but I always felt like there was another dimension where there's something greater than than just myself. And I was wondering how all of that fit into health and well-being. And so I embarked on this exploration into a holistic view of health, which also included, you know, the importance of self-love. Because I, I realized that I was very hard on myself a lot of the times. And I looked for perfection and for solutions and forgot to give myself the grace and the space to actually grow into those things. And so for me, holistic health is all about like the entire and the whole person. Kind of as we said before, you know, the the physical, mental, emotional, and even a spiritual component. And I thought that I I can't really nurture one aspect of that without thinking about all the other aspects. And so that's when the role of self-love really started to click for me because self-love is, is like I said, about treating ourselves with kindness and with respect. And we, we sometimes do that a lot for other people, but we forget to do that for ourselves. <laughs> so, yes. you know, we treat our family maybe with kindness, our, our children, our neighbors, people we love, but we forget to give ourselves that same love and respect. And so I think it's about acknowledging our own needs at times and taking the time to fulfill those needs. Because when we love ourselves, we tend to make much better choices for our own health. <laughs> so, yes. you know, when, when we bring that love, we tend to eat more nourishing foods or, or we exercise because we realize it makes us feel better. Or we seek the help when we need it. You know, if if we do have challenges that we want to talk about with someone and we take the time to rest and rejuvenate. So I think that self-love really 
promotes behaviors that lead to holistic health, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, so. it does. And I love what you said earlier about this whole aspect of perfectionism. I know for me, that's something that I had to deal with thinking that, you know, I had to be uh, overgive or <laughs> be approved by others. Yeah. And I was constantly striving to be perfect. And, <laughs> you know, I was a truth seeker. And I kept thinking something's off here. You know, even after reaching certain milestones, it's like, wait a minute, is this it? It has to be something more. And then that really led me to more the spiritual seeking, you know, after yeah. what exhausting myself or overgiving, not accepting, not uh, having uh, acceptable boundaries. You know, that's part of that self-care and self-love because they are both what intertwined. And it is our responsibility to care and love ourselves. And I think there are people who think that that's somebody else's responsibility. Or if I give to you, I expect you to give to me. And that may not necessarily happen. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, there. I think in my opinion, there needs to be a balance. And sometimes that balance, <laughs> it does also include boundaries, you know, because if you are feeling that you don't have the energy or you're drained all the time because you're giving and you're overgiving a lot of the times, there isn't much left that you will be able to give at the end of the day to your family or to your loved ones or to yourself. And so keeping that sort of delicate balance, knowing how much to give, how much to give out to people and to your loved ones, and keeping some of that for yourself and saying, you know, it is just important that I also give that time and that energy to myself. That delicate balance can be very, very difficult to find because a lot of people feel guilty when, yes. when they want to take care of themselves. They feel like it's, it's almost like they don't deserve that kind of love or that kind of care. And so finding that balance can be complex, but I think it's absolutely integral that we find that balance because it will actually make us more healthy and it will make us feel more well and more whole when we find that balance. Yes, that's beautiful because uh, often we're giving from an empty cup or a half-filled cup and we think we're really fully loving or, or living and we're really not. You know? uh, and I think, you know, when we talk about self-love and self-care, it helps us recharge, refresh and renew ourselves yeah. on all of those levels, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. So thank you so much for sharing that because giving from an empty or half-empty cup, you can't, you know, even though you say, well, I love my family, I love this, I do this, but, you know, how can you fully do it if you're not caring for yourself or don't know what that feels like and look like? Yeah. And, and that's a great point because you're also, you know, if you have a family, you're setting an example for your children also, you know, how they should love and care for themselves going forward. So if you set that great example where they see you actually having that balance, I think that that can be very, very helpful also in raising a new generation that, that has that loving kindness for themselves as well. Yes, that's beautiful. I think when we love and fully love and care for ourselves wholeheartedly, we show others how to treat us, and then we become models for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, in terms of uh, uh, 
the practice of self-love that's so integral to holistic health. And I know you're going to get into some mindful exercises, but is there anything in terms of uh, uh, how that really influences our understanding of self-worth? Because as I look at self-worth, self-love, it seems kind of all tied in there. You know, if I don't feel worthy <laughs> or uh, if I don't love myself, you know, it's all kind of that same theme or narrative that we play out in terms of how we relate to ourselves, how we talk to ourselves, and how we are being in the world. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that what you're mentioning there, I think that self-love actually is sort of the beating heart of holistic health. You know, it's mm. it's the center of it. Mm. And without having that self-love and that self-worth, I think that achieving holistic health becomes incredibly difficult or or maybe not even possible because, like you said, it is one of the things that needs to come first that we care for ourselves before we can care for others. So I think that self-love component yeah, I, I actually like thinking of it as that beating heart that's inside <laughs> the whole body, you know, the whole heart living body. <laughs> yes, you know, people feeling unworthy, not good enough, you know, all of those, uh, you know, just connotations that interfere with our capacity to fully love and care for ourselves. And, you know, I know in our upcoming segment, the second segment, you're going to really, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, uh, probably... Uh, uh, purpose and meaning, meaning that there are many people who are looking to have a more fulfilled and meaningful life. And we'll talk a little bit about that coming back from break. And uh, you, you're going to really engage us in some mindful exercises to get us more in tune with holistic living and loving yes. and caring for ourselves. So I think we're up now for a brief commercial break. So for our listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with more on wholehearted living, holistic health, and self-love with our amazing guest, Petra Brumbauer, joining us today from France. She's a well-being coach, creator, and host of The Journey Well-Being Platform, and writer for The Journey blog. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Jean-Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Dot com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. 
Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Petra Brumbauer. She's joining us today from France, a well-being coach, creator, and host of the Journey Well-Being platform and writer of the Journey blog on our show today, Wholehearted Living, Holistic Health and Self-Love. 
And Petra, thank you so much in the first segment, really, you know, showing us this interplay between holistic health and self-love, self-worth, and even sharing your amazing journey. But in Patriot, there's so many people, a lot of people are disgruntled now. They're looking for meaning and purpose in their lives. And you uh, uh, indicated uh, that purpose and meaning gives us a sense of connection and community. And it's important to seek out opportunities and uh, connect with others who share your values and purpose. And I think as I look at meaning and purpose, uh, cultivating creativity, there are so many opportunities, like you're saying, take, seek out opportunities, opportunities for self-discovery, opportunities to learn and grow, and opportunities to really step beyond your comfort zone. So what are some things you can share with the listeners about, you know, trying to live a fulfilling life and finding this purpose and meaning? Yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up because I think purpose is actually another huge component of holistic health and people might not think of it this way. It might come as a bit of a surprise because people kind of think, well, what's my purpose? You know, I'm here on earth, I work, I pay taxes and then I die. <laughs> so there's, you know, what else is there to it? You know, maybe I marry, I have a few children and, and that's yes. it. <laughs> so I think purpose is actually one of those things that when you start diving into it, you start realizing how vital its role is in holistic health and self-worth. It keeps coming up and up. I mean, the more I speak to people and also the more I speak to people on my podcast is when people lose their purpose or if they haven't really discovered it, you know, if they just go through life on autopilot and then they haven't really discovered their purpose, it can have actually pretty detrimental consequences. And those can be mental consequences like um, depression, anxiety, and, and just not feeling aligned, feeling disconnected, feeling unhappy, and like you said, disgruntled in life. It can also have physical consequences. People can actually experience you know, chronic pain or certain physical illnesses even when they don't have purpose and they are feeling that disconnect. So purpose can have a huge impact on everything in our lives and, and we might not even realize that. So I think speaking about purpose is actually one of the really important things if we want to talk about holistic health. And I also feel that that purpose is very much connected to self-worth and self-love. I think people can really start doubting their self-worth when they haven't found their purpose or they feel like they've been disconnected from their purpose. And in consequence, they may also not show themselves a lot of kindness and self-love. Um, you know, that's what I think where purpose comes in and where purpose is really deeply connected to holistic health. It, it does give you a sense of direction, but it also promotes resilience. You know, uh, research shows that if, if people purpose and they have a meaning in life, they're much more resilient for the things that come up around them and those could be some negative challenges or challenges with, with their job or their family or financial challenges, but they're better able to handle those challenges if they have a purpose that they're deeply connected to. And it also gives you a sense of fulfillment and happiness, that joy that we were talking about in the beginning. So when we understand what our purpose is, 
And I'm not saying this is easy <laughs> or everyone mm -hmm. does this right away because it can be quite challenging to find that purpose. But when we align with, with our purpose, we are also more likely to make choices that align with our authentic selves. And that in turn fosters self-confidence and also a sense of self-worth in life. So I think discovering and nurturing your purpose is also an integral part if you, if you want to achieve holistic health, if you want to follow that path of wholehearted living, definitely discovering and nurturing your purpose is going to be part of that journey. And so how do we do that? <laughs> That's the million dollar question. How do we discover our purpose? And I think that we innately have a sense and that sense might get dulled by the things that happen in life. You know, a lot of things get piled onto that intuition that we have. But I think everyone has a sense of intuition that gives them an indication of whether they're happy or not happy with how the things are in life at the moment. So if you're sitting down at the end of the day and you're thinking of your life and you get a sense of uneasiness, queasiness, not quite feeling like you're aligned, that gives you a bit of an indication that that you're probably not on the authentic path at the moment. You may not have fully in line with your purpose yet. And if you're sitting down at the end of the day and you feel like, wow, you've, you're following what you like doing, what you do fires you up, it, it feels like it recharges you. And when you think of it, you light up and you have the sense of joy. I think you can tell that you're much more aligned with how you're living at the moment. And, and so those are some of the ways I think you can tell where you're at on the spectrum of, of finding mm -hmm. and following your purpose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, continue, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and I think there's also things that you can do uh, to, you know, discover what your purpose is, because a lot of people say, well, I have no idea how I can find my purpose. I don't know. I don't even know what I like anymore. I just go to work and I come home. I'm really tired. I don't even know where I start looking. So there's, I think, a lot of introspection and self-reflection that needs to be done at some point where you need to drop the mask, let's say, that you show yes. to the outside world and you just become brutally honest with yourself as to what it is that you actually want. What are the things that fire you up and what are the things that drain you throughout the day? And that can be a, a pretty hard conversation to have with yourself uh, because it requires a lot of honesty at that point. And it might show you that some of the things that you're doing aren't really bringing you much joy and aren't really aligning with your purpose. And that in turn would mean that you need to take responsibility for that and make some changes. And that can be very hard and it can also be very scary. Yeah. But that I would say is, is a good step on where you can start on discovering your purpose and finding out if if your life is aligning at the moment. Yes, and I love what you said about, you know, purpose and this connection with, you know, just holistic health <laughs> and, yeah. and well-being. And for our listeners, you know, do what you love. Uh, uh, do what gives you what you're passionate about. Uh, uh, how you're expressing love and how you're truly being in the world. And no matter, you know, what you're doing or what uh, you're involved in, uh, do it with love, you know, do it, you know, how you're expressing yourself. And as Patriot indicated, you know, if 
you're feeling this kind of disconnect or you're you know really not satisfied with where you do it's time to do some reflection and really look at you know these these questions engage in these self-reflective questions to try to find your way and one thing i want to just note is that when we talk about purpose it doesn't have to be some you know a huge thing here <laughs> it can really be simple things that we do every day you know that make make us feel good about what we're doing or even in your work you know uh, uh expressing love moving to a different level of how you're being with other people in terms of your you know your work responsibilities and you know i think asking these questions you'll discern you know am i really in my right place really am i really doing what i love am i really doing what excites me uh or what i'm really talented in doing so thank you uh uh, Patriot for just sharing that to really just uh, engage listeners in, you know, some possible reflective questions that may be hard to ask, right? Because a lot of times people don't want to change. Yeah. You know, they're like, okay, you know, I've been here all this time, you know, let me just make it one more day. <laughs> and, uh, but your whole life is ahead of you, right? Perhaps, because a lot of times we take it for granted. We take each moment for granted. And I, I think Petra, you talk a lot about being present in life and being mindful, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and you make a really great point there, and that is sort of the habit that we tend to fall into <laughs> with the things mm -hmm. that are easy, we know what they are, and so we just do them. And sometimes it does take a wake-up call that can be very unpleasant, and it could be you know, a health challenge that comes up, or it could be in my case, it was um, several people in my family passing away. Mm. That kind of makes you sit down and go, what actually are my priorities? Like, how can I be more present? It really puts in perspective what is important to you. And so I really would encourage listeners to not wait for that point <laughs> of where you get a very unpleasant wake-up call but to really start asking yourself those questions beforehand so that you can start moving your life in a direction that's more aligned and you can be more present in your life and feel more of that joy and the self-love that we've been talking about. So don't leave that until something bad happens in life, yes, which yes. is what a lot of people do, you know, take charge and, and do some of these things that, that we're about to talk about now before that happens, um, because just speaking from experience, when when you wait until that point comes, I think that you look back and you go, man, I wish I would have changed that a, a long time ago. I wish I would have really um, taken that time in that I had available to myself. So that's definitely one point that came <laughs> through mm -hmm. all of this exploring. Yes. And, um, and so talking about being present, as you said, uh, I a wonderful thing that I love doing in the morning is starting the day with some gratitude. So when waking up in the morning, you know, before I even get up, I like taking just a few moments to really think about, usually I do three things, three to five things that I'm really grateful for. Even if I had, you know, a bad day before or a bad night, I, I still try to come up with three things that I'm very grateful for. And as you touched on, it doesn't have to be anything big. You know, you don't have to wait for a lottery win or you know anything <laughs> yes. like that to be grateful. It can be the fact that you have a bed 
Uh, yeah. Some people don't even have a bed. It can it can be that you have a roof over your head. Some people don't have that. You know, there are a lot of things to be grateful for, or that you even can get out of bed because some people can't do that. So. I think there's many, many things that we can choose from in the morning that we're grateful for. And I'll tell you why I love doing that. <laughs> so a lot of people tell me, you know what, I don't like this positive thinking thing because it's just painting something nice when my life doesn't feel great. Yeah. And I completely hear that and I completely agree with that. But there are some good reasons to start these practices, even if you might not be 100% feeling them in the beginning um, so that you know it boosts your happiness and it makes space for those feelings to come in. So when you open up that door and, and you start allowing yourself to think about things that you're grateful for, you actually open that door and you open that space for those things to come and enter your life. And so that helps with your happiness. It can even reduce things like depression and it can help improve your physical health. So there are many, many benefits to doing a gratitude practice in the morning, even if you're thinking, wow, my life is really not great at this point. If you open that door to the gratitude, usually what happens is that you start looking for more of those things that you are grateful for. And like I said, that opens that space for those energies to come into your life. So... And it also promotes, you know, resilience, as we talked about before, uh, can help you get better sleep and it can help improve your self-esteem. So there are actually some really good benefits to starting the day with a gratitude practice. So I would definitely encourage listeners to make that part of their morning and see what changes for you when you do that. See what happens when you have a gratitude practice and how you start feeling after you do that for two weeks or a month, what changes in your life? Do you notice anything? So. Mm, I love that. That's beautiful. You know, setting, I think setting the intention when you wake up, and I do that same thing. I, you know, really wake up with gratitude and really kind of think about that and, you know, really try to feel into, you know, gratitude to keep my mood in a certain positive uh, way. And even during the day, not just uh, uh, in the morning, but just during the day, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to check in and be grateful <laughs> and be mindful of it. And what intentions are you setting up for each day? You know, uh, what do you want to do? You know, I always say, well, I want to stay in and the highest vibration of love, you know, to love myself and be more aware of how I am with myself, how I am being with myself, because how I'm being with myself reflects on, you know, how I'm going to relate to others. So thank you, Patrick, for just sharing, you know, that gratitude practice. Are there any other uh, mindful techniques that you like to share? Yes, I'll give you a couple of quick ones that kind okay. of anyone can do at any time. I love the spending time in nature or nature immersion, as we call it. And it does actually change things in your brain, even if you just spend time in nature or you put your bare feet on the ground. Um, so that can be very, very helpful also for grounding, relieving stress, mood. So definitely get out, spend some time in nature. Yeah. Um, there's also mindful breathing which we started off the episode with also. And <laughs> yes. I love mindful breathing. Um, 
Because even if we do some, for example, heart-focused breathing, even just for a minute or two, it will start activating your parasympathetic nervous system and sort of trigger your relaxation response. And that can actually make you much more present in the moment. And it'll calm down all of those stress responses that might be going on. Like if you're feeling anxious, stressed out throughout the day. And you can also add some humming <laughs> to the mindful mm -hmm. breathing because that will actually activate your vagus nerve and mm -hmm. also help activate the parasympathetic nervous system. So all of those work together to bring sort of those calming moments and make you more present in life. So two quick things that people can try. Mm -hmm. uh, nature immersion. I do that a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, uh, mindful breathing. Uh, any particular technique with that? Uh, I know I was listening to one of your uh, shows or whatever, your Instagram or whatever, and you were kind of taking listeners through like a mindful breathing exercise. And I thought, hey, that's wonderful, you know, because sometimes <laughs> yes. we don't know how to breathe or, you know, I know if I get anxious, my breath gets choppy, you know. Yes. And uh, when I get more relaxed, just, you know, and breathe deeply and be aware of that, I'm more calm and I can bring myself to that place of calm. Yes. Yeah, definitely breathe into your belly. That's huge. Mm -hmm. And you can actually think of the breath passing through your heart. Hmm. You can even put your hands on your heart. And if you do that for just even, you know, 30 seconds or a minute, you'll actually notice a shift in how you feel. Mm, yes, yes. And breathing. Well, even taking these uh, what short respites, even if you're kind of at work or wherever you are, uh, maybe you're not outside or whatever, but I think it's kind of rejuvenating to yes. really focus on our breath. Uh, you know, if you're in traffic, if you're <laughs> if you're dealing with a stressful situation, connect with yourself and engage in some mindful breathing, and that will automatically bring you to that level of calm. You also talk about the uh, importance of reclaiming yourself and living authentically. And I think that that's so important because we become really, um, what, as you said, disconnected from our true self. And uh, we, you mentioned earlier about the mask we wear, getting all into the ego. And <laughs> I know it serves a purpose, but, you know, for uh, many people really don't know who they really are, you know, how to live whole, uh, wholeheartedly is living authentically. Can you Shed light on that. Yes. Yeah, and, and I think that's actually one of the more difficult things <laughs> to achieve because I feel like we we all wear these masks showing to various things in our lives. So, for example, you know, you might show certain parts of yourself to people you love in your family. You might show certain other parts of yourself when you're at work to your coworkers. And you might be a completely different person when you're just out with strangers, with, with surrounded by people you don't know. So we instinctively, I think, put these masks on to protect ourselves from what's going on in the world and to protect sort of that very inner, authentic core of ourselves, however you want to call that. Some people, you know, call that the soul or some people call that your center or your spark or your essence. But I think we, we choose these different ways that we project out into the world to protect that inner essence of ourselves. And sometimes we can get really caught up in these masks and, and actually become disconnected from what that essence within ourselves really is. 
And at that point, there's there's also a lot of psychology <laughs> that figures yes. into that. Um, but I think at that point, you might not even know anymore that you are portraying these masks to the outside world or what they are or how they are even serving you. And so when we look at coming back to the authentic self and really connecting with our essence again and connecting with our spark again, that can be a very challenging thing is, is to take those masks off and really ask yourself, well, who am I really under all of these layers that I've put on? Who am I really under the smiling face that I put on all the time, even though I'm in pain? Or who am I really under this perfectionist drive that I put on at work, even though I'm just really tired and exhausted of being there? And that, that can be very, very challenging, I think, to question what are the purpose of these masks and what are they and how can I get back to the authenticity that's that's underneath that. Oh, that's beautiful. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back from break. So for our listeners, it's time for a brief commercial break. Stay tuned for more with our amazing guest, Petra Brumbauer, joining us today from France, well-being coach, creator, and host of The Journey well-being platform and writer of the journey blog on our show today wholehearted living holistic health and self-love Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book Living in the Spirit of Love Our Natural State of Being available now at Balboa Press This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace one another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now, and there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. 
I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. Dot com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at yahoo.com and now back to love light welcome back to love light living in the spirit of love our guest today patra brumbauer is joining us today from france on this empowering episode wholehearted living holistic health and self-love patra is a well-being coach creator and host of the journey well-being platform and writer for the journey blog and Patriot, thank you so much for, you know, when we uh, in our second segment, we're talking about, you know, giving pieces of ourselves away, trying to be more authentic. And, you know, I look upon that as, you know, how we become so fragmented and, you know, have to really pull back all these pieces of ourselves to be whole within ourselves. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I think you have a couple of exercises that you like to take listeners through during this last segment. Yes, absolutely. Let's continue with those and and really give listeners some more ideas of of what they could do to foster that self-love and and sort of the the self-healing also. Um so I have a few more quick things that I think really anyone can can do it at at any time that they choose to. Nothing really difficult. You don't need any special equipment. <laughs> so um the first one is um I love movement breaks. And you might not really think that that connects to holistic health or self-love in any way, but really 
especially if you're working like a sedentary job and you're sitting a lot, when you inject um, some movement breaks into that, could be just like a quick yoga stretch or, you know, put on your favorite song and dance for like 30 seconds or a minute, <laughs> or just, you know, take a walk around your office or around your house, whatever you can fit in, you know, in that time that you have available. It injects a bit of um, more somatic element in that. And part of that too is that when you have negative experiences or a lot of stress, all that can get stuck in your body. And then that can turn into, you know, the emotional stress that can turn into physical ailments. And so injecting these movement breaks and really like shaking out or dancing out or stretching out what you've been experiencing during the day, it can really help with moving the body along to more holistic health. So that's a thing I love doing is, is just, you know, shake it out for 30 seconds. Just do that a couple of times during the day and see how that feels for you. Um, the other thing I like doing sometimes is a digital detox. And that's, I think, mostly sort of for my mental and emotional well-being because I do spend a lot of time on the social media channels, especially also for the work I do. But I do find that taking a break from that, it can really change the way I become present in the things that are actually happening um, around me in life. So that is one thing that I would highly recommend. If you can't take a digital detox for two weeks, you know, no worries at all. Do what you can, you know, take a break for half a day or take a break for one day or even just for one hour and give yourself that space. And um, another thing that you can also do is is engage in a, in a creative activity each day. And Dr. Jean Marie touched on that before, that the creativity is sort of part of self-love. And so when you engage in these creative activities, you actually start making more space for holistic health, more space for that self-love, more space for taking care of yourself. And whether that's drawing or writing or playing a musical instrument or cooking a new recipe, whatever that means for you, creative expression can be a really powerful tool for expressing yourself, but also discovering new things that are going on for you. And it can also help you process things that are happening throughout your day. So sometimes when it's a very, very stressful day or you have a lot of anxiety, maybe drawing that out on, in a picture if you don't want to talk about it, but you can process it in that way. So I find those are really, really helpful to be part of your day. And um, one last little thing, um, practicing mindful joy. And that can help you tap into a sense of happiness so that you really, really tune into an activity that you enjoy throughout the day, like drinking a cup of tea, or taking a walk, even petting your pet, and take the time to just be really, really present with that activity and notice all of the things, how it smells, tastes, looks, and, and really spend a few moments honing into that and, and really being present in that activity. And that can also help you bring more joy into life and become more centered and, and grounded in the moment. Well, Petra, thank you so much for sharing those uh, wonderful tools. And can you share how listeners can connect with you and uh, about your free gift to our listeners? Yes, absolutely. So the easiest way to find out about all the things that we're doing for the journey and the programs, the courses, and also the podcasts and the blog, and any of the summits that we're putting on is to go to bio dot the journey dot com and the journey is spelled j o r n i 
So bio.thejourney.com and everything that we do is on there, any events that are upcoming and any of the free resources that we offer. So you can check out all of the things that we are putting on there. And we also have a free gift for anyone who's listening. We have an amazing mini program on our site called the Ultimate Stress Busting Kit and includes videos on acupressure, yoga, getting good quality sleep, even a meditation track and a guide to all of that so that you can unlock your power of holistic mind-body approaches to stress relief. And I think we've all felt or are feeling stress at some point in our lives. So I would love to gift this mini course to your listeners, Dr. Jean Marie, and they can find it in the Journey Shop, and uh, the it's just at thejourney.com forward slash shop. And when they click on the ultimate stress busting kit for the checkout, they can enter the coupon code Love Light Gift to receive this course for free. Thank you, Pedro, for uh, sharing with us those wonderful uh, mindful practices and, you know, for us to live a more holistic uh, and wholehearted life. So thank you so much. And we ask the listeners connect with Patria and access her free gifts and tune in on demand and listen to our show, share it with others. So much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. You know, your well-being and self-care is your personal responsibility and will enable you to create a life you love. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Life host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.